Live from F102, this is Art As We Know It. Welcome to episode one of season four. With this podcast, we hope to share our art knowledge and help inspire others to find art in their daily lives. So y'all don't know us yet, but we're the new class of art history seminar for this year. I'm Jillian, and with me, I have Amelia, Olivia, and Cardic. So if y'all all want to introduce yourselves and maybe like say your favorite type of art or artist um hi i'm amelia i really like japanese woodblock art like the great wave uh, i'm kartik i kind of like bob ross's style of painting and i'm olivia my favorite style of art is rococo i especially like the swing oh i love the swing yeah. it's so pretty as you know i'm jillian and i like vienna secession and art novel so think gustav klimt shout out to mason lisa and ben from miss muckley's class for making our awesome new jingle because it's really cool and i really like it so our group's focus for the season is like current issues and how pretty much all styles of art are interconnected so every third episode you're gonna get something about that so i think it's time to go over to olivia to give us our trivia for today okay so our trivia question of the day is what is pablo picasso's full name and i'll give you a hint it is not pablo picasso today in art history october 13th in 1962 edward albee's play who's afraid of virginia wolf opened on broadway featuring actress uda Hagen. nice nice yeah. i've never heard of that but you know it's fine anyway today we are discussing the male versus female gaze something we see often in the art world in both the past and the present the male gaze has affected many artworks, most notably Birth of Venus or Venus of Urbino, just basically women in the nude. Um, both of these artworks do actually have a woman in the nude and are very obviously made in favor of the male gaze. And it is artworks like these that we are going to discuss today. Very nice, very nice. I think that's a really relevant topic to a lot of stuff that's happening right now with and the re- like kind of yeah. resurgence of women in art. Yeah, agreed. We kind of like chose this topic because it's kind of connected to our other topics throughout this time. So, and y'all won't find out until the end of the season. Dun dun dun. Okay. So I think we're gonna jump into our first question, which is: Is gender constructed through biological or societal factors? And then just a little disclaimer before we jump into this debate: This is just gonna be our opinions, and there's two sides to this argument, and both are very valid. And this is just once again our opinions on the matter. Well, what I think is that while biological factors are a contributor to what we see as gender roles in society today, I don't think they are the driving factor. And I think that societal factors have kind of conditioned those roles into us, even though biological factors have the influence on what we consider gender. Oh, yeah. I completely agree. I really mm-hmm. agree with the point of how societal factors, like how we're conditioned, like how gender is conditioned by those factors. I agree with that 100%. And then my opinion overall is more just like, I think it's more of like a society thing and how like society works and how things are just very gendered in that opinion and like how that affects it. Oh yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's a combination of both, but more so definitely more so society like there obviously are biological differences between male and female like different people act differently you know but um gender roles are really conditioned into society and it kind of puts this idea on like women that they have to be like submissive and they have to listen and like men have to be much more 
dominant, I guess. That sounds really weird, <laughs> but uh, I think you see what I mean. They're just conditioned to act differently. Well, I think that the biological factors are major contributors when it comes to physical differences more than um, the more than the mental differences between yeah, you're right. gender roles. Mm-hmm. And I think cool. society has just, it's more patriarchal and well, at least our society as in like the U.S. and stuff and just like growing up, I think it's more of a patriarch, like that type of stu- like situation. Yeah. Amelia, do you have any thoughts? You've been kind of quiet. <laughs> um, I've just been kind of like processing my thoughts, but with a patriarchal thing, patriarch, that's the one word I cannot say. <laughs> anyway, um, I really do agree with that because growing up, you don't see any like women in power at all like the most that women are like in a um like a teaching role I guess is quite literally your teachers like I had a um woman all as a teacher all throughout my elementary school and that didn't change until middle school and those are really like developmental years where you're very like it's like you're conditioned to think that women can only do those types of things. Yeah. It's like, I remember growing up, like, I really, really wanted to be a lawyer all throughout childhood. And because my dad was a lawyer, but I remember tagging along with him to court one day and there were only men there. And I think that kind of stuck in my brain. I thought like, oh, I can't do something like this. There are no women here. But, and I think that's kind of contributing to the more societal things because like, I know female lawyers. I know there are plenty of women who do amazing things. It's just there are less of them because society, especially as young children, we're conditioned to believe that women can't do those things or they shouldn't do those things. Okay, I think this is kind of a good place to wrap up on this discussion. So, And I'll take you to the second topic that we're going to address which is which gender's point of view has been given more importance or credibility and how has that influenced art throughout history okay everyone let's say it on three one two three men Men. (laughs) anyway (laughs) our teacher is laughing in the background (laughs) we will not edit that out by the way (laughs) like going back to that idea of a patriarchal society and stuff like that i think that's just the biggest factor here Oh, yeah. I mean, even in, like, regular AP art history last year, pretty much everything up until, like, even later Europe or Americas was entirely by men. And even then, the majority of that was still men. And there was just in, like... Dudes will be dudes. (laughs) Dudes will be dudes. Sure, you can keep telling yourself that. (laughs) What I do find interesting, though, is that we talk about, like, men having like this like oh picasso van gogh all these great male artists but i find what's really interesting is that when we go you mentioned ap art history we all took that course by the way so we all understand we're talking about if you didn't at the very very beginning of the year we talk about prehistory and a lot of the artworks mentioned and showed are portraying women but in not a um provocative way Mm -hmm. or subordinate way they're in a powerful way way. Mm mm-hmm which I think is very interesting, but that also brings up the question, like, we don't know if it was a man or a woman that painted them. Mm-hmm. Or if you look at Egyptian society, there were female pharaohs and 
Oh, yeah. That one was one of my favorites. But I, I love yeah. <laughs> I love I want to bring up, like, even just, like, the process of learning content. Like, whenever a woman was even mentioned, I feel like the reaction was, like, oh, my gosh, we're finally learning about a woman in art. Rather than there's, mm-hmm. like, oh, another male in yeah. the art sense. Like, another man. If you look at the difference between a woman depicted in art where the artist was a man versus if the artist was a woman... Um, most of the time when you see a woman in art and the artist was a man, you see them in more of a subordinate, less important, less uh, influential kind of role, more of like a objectifying way. But whenever women make art that depicts women, uh, generally, I'm not saying for all cases, but generally mm-hmm. the women have been uh, the women have been more expressed. They've been more uh, shown as more complex people oh, yeah. uh, at the same level as men. Like, didn't I'm trying to think of women artists that we saw portraying women, and the only one I can think of is the self-portrait. I don't remember mm-hmm. what the specific name is, but it's like who this, painted that? I can't. Remember. I don't know, but it's this <laughs> woman basically. She painted a self-portrait of herself, and she was in this like fancy art school. No one thought she could do it. Basically, she was like put down her entire life, and I think that's the only one I can think of from AP Art History. And that's kind of almost, like, shocking to me. Like, in, I know that's true. Like, I'm not surprised by it, really. Mm-hmm. But in a way, that's also really shocking. Because the only one we had where it was a portrait was a woman depicting herself. And she depicted herself in a very stunning way. She made a lot of beautiful self-portraits. But I just found it was very interesting that, like, it was just her. A lot of the women artists we saw painted things like... Um, inanimate objects specifically or like landscapes well (laughs) going off of amelia's the self-portrait one because i know which one you're talking about it in her sense of her portrait she wasn't she didn't have like the idealistic body whereas when men portrayed these women and painted like the nudes of the women and stuff they had an ideal body type Mm -hmm. and that was kind of like a theme that we saw through ap art history was like the idealism of like bodies and stuff yeah and that really ties back to the objectification because paintings like Venus of Urbino or the birth of Venus, pretty common idea of Venus. Um, I remember they would like hang them on the wall and like put curtains over them so women couldn't see it to like taint them or something. Taint them. them. Also, I looked it up, the self-portrait. It's quite literally named self-portrait. It's by Elizabeth Louise Vigay Lebron. Lebron. Oh, I remember that. It's so pretty. I love her. It's and she's beautiful. like, she's actually painting mm-hmm. herself within it. So she's, she's probably looking like at a mirror. Herself. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, Inception. Yeah. And the only depictions of women aside from that specific painting are by men for men. And they're shown in a more provocative way or a doing the labor or keeping the house fine and stuff like that. Okay, so that kind of brings up the topic that we've also, like, kind of, I think, have all been kind of stopping ourselves from talking about, because it is actually our next question. The third topic of discussion is, what changes would happen to the artists slash their artwork if they were females? An example would be Pablo Picasso, like, what if he was a male? And then Starry Night by Van Gogh, what if he was actually, like, Vanessa Van Gogh or something like that? Vanessa Gogh something, yeah. Vanessa Van Gogh. Funny. Um, I think kind of a lot would happen. I, um, I really like your example of Starry Night by Vincent Van Gogh. If you are 
not that informed on his artwork you just see it as a pretty artwork it's actually a very emotional piece it's actually talking about death and his own ideas of it as he if i remember right he's like in jail when he paints this i think he was in an asylum or like he was in a mental institution yeah he's in a mental institution and i think that's very very interesting because with this topic of women women are very are very much seen as emotional it's like oh it's a biological factor it's very emotional that we are and i mean hormones yes i get it but at the same time i think it would be almost portrayed differently now like if we were learning about it in a class like okay ab art history this is starry night by vanessa van gogh i don't think we would look at it and recognize it i truly think that we wouldn't know who vanessa van gogh was we wouldn't know any of these things like oh she cut off her own ear she did all these things we wouldn't know that what i also think is that because of artworks like that the emotional expression that we see in most artworks has been filtered through men's painting and men's artwork and men's sculpting and everything that we see has kind of just been like influenced by that that male gaze which is what we're talking about so i just think that the the emotions we see in artwork have been so influenced by how men have shown it throughout the history of art that if it was a female depicting their emotions or their emotional expression in artwork, we wouldn't be able to recognize it as well or identify or relate with it as much. Like an overall point I just wanted to make was, we talked about this like analogy the other day or something. It was like the male versus female gaze, Thor and Loki, which are the comic comic book characters Mm -hmm. and stuff. I feel like men think that women find Thor more attractive took a poll on this asked a few people it's actually loki that they prefer because i prefer loki over thor and that <laughs> so I, that's the right answer yeah i think that's Basically. more of the female gaze is you would be to loki and not thor and i think that's just like a fun analogy to like look at yeah i think mm-hmm. if men painted a portrait of a woman for like maybe a woman who commissioned it i think it would come out very differently because even oh, if definitely. we look at a um a very just plain portrait like uh what's her name the one we all know like literally every like i didn't hear that the mona lisa there we go okay okay so what was okay. i talking about anyway i don't know um i'm trying to remember what i said before you're so talking about commission pieces oh yes so i think it would be really interesting if we look at like artwork in a sense of we do all agree that there's a lot of paintings that are by men for men and i think if we look at it in a different way like even if it's a completely just plain portrait like the mona lisa we all know and love her we love the mona lisa but i feel like if it was commissioned by a woman i feel like it would have turned out differently i don't think it would be the mona lisa we know today Mm -hmm. and even though the mona lisa isn't particularly objectifying or it doesn't portray women in a subordinate way it still would be different yeah yeah agreed Mm. and something to think about is that if the mona lisa would still be as famous as it is if leonardo da vinci didn't make it oh yeah and if it was a a woman oh yeah linnell da vinci (laughs) so overall men 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 yeah (laughs) men Men. (laughs) very good point (laughs) kardik 
answer. And then this is the answer for our fun fact today. Give me Got a video. Diego Jose Francisco de Paula, Juan Epumuseno Maria, de los Remedios Cipriano, de la Santísima Trinidad Ruiz, y Picasso. Yeah, that, that was a name. Pablo Picasso. Full name. Wait, you should you should try to say it. <clears throat> Pablo Diego Jose Francisco de pa- Paula Juan Nepum. Oh no, Senora Duck is gonna come for me. <laughs> 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 okay. We're, we're gonna anyway, do that. Okay. anyway, I think that's good, a good um, think It's really, really long, isn't it? Like, it's really long. How many words is that? A lot, like twenty-seven. Okay, I think that seems like a good place to stop. <laughs> Very good. Twenty words in his name. Okay, sorry. that was. A, I think we voiced a lot of good opinions. Just another disclaimer: and these were all opinions. You don't have to agree with us, and there's validity to whatever your opinion is. If you don't like it. Um, Anytime you see, like, a four in the episode or every fourth episode, just don't watch it if you don't agree with us. Exactly. Um. <laughs> and thank you for listening. We hope you look forward to our next episode featuring more new hosts. Um, that group is going to be very, very fun. They are very loud in class, but they're a joy to have in class. <laughs> so we hope you Wouldn't enjoy have this. life without them. Hmm. Bye. 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 Peace.